Hello from me, Dina Marie, and welcome to this episode of the Soul Purpose Prosperous Business Podcast. I'm sure you'll find something valuable here, and it's my intention, of course, to deliver valuable tips and strategies for your mindset and to innovate your business um, so that you can really successfully monetize your soul purpose. So today I would like to talk about what could be standing in your way of having um, a sole purpose prosperous business and particularly a prosperous mindset and what to do about that of course. Now I've also written a blog about this so if you like to read you can um, visit my website dinamore.com forward slash blog and find this blog um, t- uh, entitled Power Questions to Enrich Your Mindset. All right, so let's dive into this. Now, your mind is the most important piece of equipment in your business. Without a prosperous mindset, you will struggle financially, even if what you do is aligned with your sole purpose. And to successfully monetize your sole purpose, you need a prosperous mindset. Yet... There are few ways of thinking and perceiving that can stand in your way of being prosperous. However, the fantastic good news is that you can change that. You can change these thinking styles by asking power questions. Now these power questions peel away the layers of your beliefs to reveal the hidden treasures of your mind that has all the answers that you are looking for. You see, give your brain a question and it has to find an answer. Give it a power question and the answers will enrich your life inside and out. The intention behind power questions is that it sends your brain in in a different direction that immediately brings about choice and resourcefulness. And as you know, choice and resourcefulness go hand in hand with creativity and a positive outlook that enable prosperity. And that is really profound. I want to repeat that. Choice and resourcefulness go hand in hand with creativity and a positive outlook that enable prosperity. Okay, so let's look at a few ways that can stand in your way uh, of having this prosperous business and mindset and everything. And the first one is a lack of vision. Now, you know, really, the number one cause of failure is a lack of a clear vision or an outcome. Too many entrepreneurs have a burning desire to be wealthy and successful but they are not able to clearly define what that would look like. So ask yourself, what do I really, really, really want? Why is that important to me? And what would that look like, sound like, feel like when I have it? And then when you visualize your vision and experience it as as if you have it already. In other words, you step into that movie and you add as much detail as you can. Ask, what is the best way to create this? What is my next step? 
Now, when you create a big vision, of course, it's say for three years, it's really very valuable to chunk it down. To say, if you want to reach that in three years, where would you like to be in one year? And then again, chunk it down into 90 days um, periods. So for example, and that's three months. So where do you need to be in three months to enable you to make that goal and then of course after that the next three months so that you can make your year goal. And then as you visualize that 90 days or even the next month or even the next step as if you have it already, then ask what is the best way to create this? What are at least three ways to create this? And what is my next step? Right, the next thing that can stand in your way is all or nothing thinking. So all or nothing thinking or perfectionism can rob you of your dream. Here you wait for everything to be perfectly in place before you can take action and move forward toward your dream, toward your vision. Ironically, there is often no knowing what these perfect circumstances entail because the goalposts are moved out continuously by your subconscious mind so that you stay stuck in your comfort zone of not taking action. Now to overcome this is to first decide that when you are 80% ready that you will move forward. And that the other 20% will be perfected over time. Ironically, that's the only way it can actually be perfected or as get as perfect as possible. Secondly, is to have a list of criteria showing all the things that need to be in place. And very importantly, to indicate the evidence of the 80% readiness according to you. In other words, here is a way for you to hold yourself accountable and committed to that 80%. Thirdly, is to accept that you will be making mistakes and to appreciate the value of learning from them. Now, implementing this principle into your business and your life will allow you to fall forward towards accomplishing your vision instead of staying stuck. So here are some power questions for you. What is the worst that could happen? And could I live with that? What am I afraid of that it will say about me if I fail? What am I afraid of it will say about me if I succeed? Could I let that go? Will I let that go now? And of course then... Take action. Right, the next thing is lack of flexibility. Now when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. That is a famous quote by the late Dr. Wayne Dyer. Now this is really a skill worth learning, to train your brain to find alternative meanings about a situation. Power questions to ask yourself here are, what else could this mean? And what are at least three ways to look at this differently? 
In doing this, you develop the flexibility that will answer the, to the truth. There is always a way. Now, when you experience anything, your brain comes up with the first perception that you would normally have and the test of whether it makes you resourceful is how it makes you feel. If you don't feel good, then it's the perfect time to flex your perception powers by asking these questions. The thing is that the first thought you get and feel about anything is only one out of a thousand possibilities, at least. And the onus lies with you to not accept that as the truth if it does not serve you. And to know how it doesn't serve you is how it makes you feel. Now, a useful example to describe this principle is to use the thinking style of pessimism versus optimism. Now, if you habitually think the worst-case scenarios, then when you become aware of that, consciously ask, what's good about this? What else could this mean? What would be the best-case scenario? And what are three ways I can make that happen? The habit of doing this will rewire your brain to perceive things more optimistically than pessimistically. And with every instance that you do this, you create more choice and resourcefulness. And this, of course, is a state of being worth having. And this flexibility, another way to look at this is just, you know, ask that question. How can I look at this differently? Or what could this mean? What can I learn from this? How can I do this differently? This happened to me this past week. Um, I did a VIP business breakthrough virtual workshop of three and a half hours uh, with um, the title of getting uh, or creating your getting clients strategy. And brilliant workshop, but not for a VIP three and a half intensive that I realized from the first half an hour because it was just too much work in that space of time. So, wow, I panicked at first and thought, oh my gosh, what I'm going to do here? And then asking myself these questions, how can I do this differently? It immediately came to me that to transform that VIP workshop into a four-week program to give people time to actually implement the amazing practices. And of course, everybody was happy and relieved, and most of all, me. Because I really thought, oh my gosh, what are these people going to think? They paid for this workshop, and now we are running out of time. It's a rush. So this was a perfect way not to, not to be rigid in something doesn't go according to plan, but to think, how can I play with this? How can I do this differently? All right, so the last thing about taking things first, um, about standing in your way, is to take things personally. We can so easily make assumptions, draw conclusions, and perceive any disagreement as a personal attack. Needless to say, this causes serious misery in the lives of many people and often creates irreparable damage in relationships. So I ask you to refuse to make any assumption whatsoever. 
and vow to ask questions to make sure of your facts. How often have you made an assumption only to realize that you had it all wrong? Well, it's happened to me many, many times. So make it a habit to ask, what do you mean? How do you see that happening? And just to clarify and avoid misunderstanding, did you say blah, blah, blah? The other person would appreciate your questions if asked with the intention to understand and of course with a tone of voice that reflects your sincerity. The next thing is when someone makes a comment that disagrees with or criticizes you, and I put that in quotes, criticizes you, refuse to take it personally and ask yourself, is this about me? Or about the issue at hand. Chances are that it's not about you, but about the situation. And then to avoid making assumptions, ask clarifying questions and really seek to understand. So the conclusion here is practicing these power questions will open up your perception to see a bigger picture than just what is in front of you. And that will reveal opportunities that you were blind to before. Now to learn more, you can visit my website, I said already, and claim your freebie. And until next time, ask yourself power questions. I would love to know how this opens up things for you, how this enriches your mind, uh, what a heart you get from this as you actually peel away the layers of beliefs and reveal those answers that you have within you already. Great. Chat soon.